It's time for Vanishing Hollywood and Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Costanis. This is episode 305, season 13. Today's date is February 11th, 2024, and welcome to the show. On today's show, I'm going to talk about my memories of uh, two uh, games uh, that I had when I was a kid in the 1970s, and they were involved with billiards. One, it was called Skittlepool. And the other one was called Pivot Pool. And I'll talk about my memories of those games. Also, I'll talk about the Flag Brothers Shoe Store. Uh, uh, that's uh, that's quite interesting. I'll talk about my memories of that store. Uh, they had uh, several locations in Chicago. Right now, the program will go into a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by Pillsbury Egg Baskets. <laughs> I know, it sounds bizarre. Um, well, when you tune in a commercial, I'm, I hope they'll explain to you what that's about. So here's a commercial from 1975, featuring, of course, Pop and Fresh, the doll. And, uh, and I'll be right back with the program, folks. Thank you. Egg man. Oh, nothing today, Mr. Hatch. Got a new way to fix eggs. Oh, a new way to fix eggs. Yep, egg baskets from Pillsbury. They're fresh dough. Pat them in your muffin tin, add an egg, and bake them the way you like. Hey, great eggs. Oh, but what about the egg baskets? Yeah. Get them in your store. An egg, exciting way to fix eggs. Egg baskets next to eggs. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Pillsbury Egg Baskets. Uh, that commercial explains what that uh, what that was about. Uh, you just uh, crack an egg, put it in the dough that comes from Pillsbury, and you bake it in the oven, and they come out hot and fresh and gooey. <laughs> you like that? And that was that. <laughs> you know, looked pretty good. I saw the commercial on YouTube. Uh, when I was a little boy, well, a little baby too, you know, I, my mom used to feed me with, uh, you know, soft boiled eggs like that. Uh, they were pretty good. You know, eggs, I, I love eggs, but, uh, you know, I try to be careful, you know, my cholesterol, you know, I take a pill for that now. Um, I only eat like once a week. Uh, rarely twice, rarely. 
you know, so I either have hard boiled. I like scrambled. Um, sunny side up is good. The best is like when you dunk your toast in, <laughs> you know, and you just uh, eat it. Oh, that's good. I like that. Um. Anyway, so, uh, you know, it's not one of my favorite breakfasts, you know. So, um, yeah, I never knew about this product. Well, maybe I did. It sounded familiar. I, mean, I probably forgot about it, but I don't know. I had a sense of uh, familiarity about it. I just probably totally forgot. So, uh, I pro this one, this product in particular probably didn't last very long. So, <laughs> like most Pillsbury products come and go like that. Okay. At the beginning of the program, I said I was going to discuss about the two games uh, that involved billiards when I was a little boy in the 1970s, Skittle Pool and Pivot Pool. And uh, before I get started, I'll mention a couple things. Uh, yesterday, I mentioned about my health, but I'm not going to go into it today. I fully explained that. So that so one thing I'm going to say, I'm going to wait till February 2nd to see my oncologist and see what he says. And that is all. Oh, and one last thing. Uh, we'll see my, uh, my urologist on March 27th. You know, that's it. I don't want to dwell on it. Uh, a lot of people have told me, especially my family, don't, don't think about it. Just, you know, focus. Being positive. You'll be okay. I'm trying. It's not easy. Second thing is, today is Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, I said this in the past, uh, not into football, not into sports. Uh, you know, with this hoopla today, this, this hype is very different than I have seen uh, before. I have never seen this before. Excuse me. Uh, we know why, because of Taylor Swift, the singer, and she's uh, involved with this football player, in you know for the Kansas City Chiefs and uh, they're all waiting. Is she gonna come? Is she gonna come? <laughs> like that. Uh, last I heard that she is coming to the game, but you know I have a funny feeling most of the media is gonna you know put their full intention on her, you know, rather than the game. Well, I hope not. But I mean, she's a nice young lady, but uh, it's not her fault. You know, so I have a lot of people, I have a lot of feet, I have a feeling a lot of sports fans and also maybe TV commentators, you know, in the sports field, they're getting tired of it. <laughs> it's never ending. It's never ending. You know, a couple of people say, nah, the, the, their romance won't last long. Nah, <laughs> it's just a, a fling like that. You never know. And uh, so as for the game, um, I don't know. I'll try to watch it, but uh, I don't think so. You know, because I get a lot of anxiety and it's like, it's not healthy for me to watch it. Because it's all the hoopla, and, you know, with on social media, it's worse. I see all those posts, you know, about that. I, people that I know, people I don't know, and, you know what they post like every moment of the game. <laughs> They do this on every any sporting event, you know. Like this guy passed a uh, this pat the guy passed a you know a touchdown. This guy 
fumble the ball. This and it's baseball, basketball, anything like that. Really, but mostly it's football. I've noticed uh, for the past few years. And uh, you know, you have somebody who's in the sports field in the media. That's fine. You could do that. You know. And then when they're disappointed about something, oh, we have to read this, you know, but either you can just unfollow them or, you know, for the time being, you know, you know, then you have a clean, you know, news feed on your uh, social media accounts, you know, Facebook and X, you could do that. And then you just return to them, you know, and follow them again. You You could do that too, but, you know, I'm trying to stay away. It's uh, not healthy. So uh, maybe I'll just relax, have dinner, take a nap, read a book, watch a movie. I don't know what I'm going to do. But uh, it's just, it's aggravating. Also, um, another silly thing about this is not the game. I don't don't blame the game or the the players. It's like the fans, they want to make the next day a holiday, which is totally absurd. You know, how, if they want to call in sick, you know, to where they work, what about the people that do work there, you know, and they have to put, uh, and they have to put, uh, pick up their their slack, you know, of their work. That's not fair, you know. Uh, that's happened to me in the past, you know. So, you know, I have to learn to keep my mouth shut. You know, I, I didn't do that in the past, you know, I've got, I said this repeatedly all the time. I don't watch football. I don't watch sports. You know, I got to stop it. People know that. It's a, it's a stupid habit. I got to break that habit. It's not right. You know, so a lot of people know who I am or what I don't like or d- dislike. So it's, uh, you know, well, a couple of people got annoyed. <laughs> I told this story before that a long time ago. Someone invited me to a Super Bowl party. And I said, no, I don't want to go. I said, but keep me company. Yeah, I go, all right, I'll go. I went there. There were about 30 people in a, in a house. They say hello. They just raised, you know, but they're all facing the TV. <laughs> so you know what happened? I I had no one to talk to, really, and I just ate. I gorged and binged, you know, potato chips, uh, corn chips, uh, pizza, a lot of soda, and I, I, I was like, "Oh my God, this is terrible. This is unhealthy. I, I can't do this." And I'm bored. I got to get out of here, you know. Luckily, the house was not too far from my house, so I just walked. But I didn't say anything. I didn't say goodbye. And then my friend called me later on and said, "Pete, where were you? <laughs> what happened?" And they said, "I couldn't take it anymore." You know, uh, how long did it, and I asked him, how long did it for you to notice me when I was gone? About 45 minutes. <laughs> and a lot of people didn't care, you know, if I was there. They wouldn't care if I was just dropped dead and they would just, uh, you know, and, you know, they're too obsessed with the game. I understand that. If you love the game, you like the sport, great. It's just not for me. No. You can watch it at home. Watching home with your family is wonderful. It's great. Better than going to a bar, you know, with a big screen TV with a lot of people screaming and getting out of control. No. Stay at home. It's comfortable. It's private. And it's, you know, you relax and you can go to the bathroom, whatever you want. You know, you can pause the game. It's great. Okay.
that's enough for that. <laughs> well, I hope everyone has a good time. All right, let's get started. I'm going to talk about uh, Skittle Pool and Pivot Pool. Now, I had these uh, billiard games uh, when I was a kid in the 1970s, and I was fascinated by the commercials. Um, so uh, I remember the first time I saw Skittle Pool was on TV. I think it was like Channel 32, WFLD TV in Chicago. And that featured Don Adams, uh, the actor who played Maxwell Smart on Get Smart. And he did a couple of uh, episodes, uh, not episodes, a couple of commercials, excuse me, of this product. And uh, he was like the spokesman for these games. Uh, the games were come from the Aurora Toy Company. I think they were famous for making model cars, you know, not just cars, I think like monsters and airplanes and all of that. I used to see that all the time. Um, so when I first saw this commercial for Skittlepool, I was fascinated. I was like, oh, I got to get this game. And I begged my mom to buy it for me. You know, and pleaded with her, I want this game. And she goes, eh, all right, fine. <laughs> uh, that's the only sport I really, well, no, it's not the only sport I like. Excuse me. Uh, I like bowling. I like, I still do. You know, I haven't bowled in a long time, but I, I like bowling and pool. I like billiards. That's, that's the only thing I like. And that was decent. It was okay. Not a professional. So pool, um, you know, like, yeah, I used to go to the pool halls, you know, like in those, uh, like that in the like in the seventies and eighties. Sometimes at Fort City Bowl, at Fort City Mall, uh, they had a few, a uh, couple of pool tables. Also at Scottsdale Ball at Eighty Third Street and Cicero Avenue on the southwest side. I used to play pool with my friends or alone. You know, I liked the game. Or you go to some people's homes and they had a pool table. And when I saw a pool table, I was like, oh, I love this game. Because, you know, I was fascinated by, the, by all the pool balls, all the different colors and all that. It was kind of nice. Um, so my mom bought the uh, Skittle Pool. And I think for Christmas, maybe for Christmas, maybe for my birthday, I don't know. I don't remember exactly where she bought it. Maybe... It's got to be in Ashburn, you know, 1974. It's got to be that. Or I don't know if she bought it when we were in Roseland, you know, at the people store in the toy store department. I don't think so. I don't remember. I have to ask my brother. He probably remembers that. Anyway, so I remember getting that at home. I couldn't wait to assemble it. And then my brothers and I played all the time. And then the object of the game is like, it's like a regular pool table. You put all the balls in the rack. Instead of a cue stick, you would just uh, take this, uh, like a round ball that's attached to a chain and then just hit this other ball. And then you put the cue ball right in front of it and you just swing and you just aim like that and uh and it makes that noise you know like a real pool table <laughs> and it was a lot of fun it, it was you know and well then after that i got a little tired of it but uh but it was it was a great game it really was you know as for don adams uh he did a co couple commercials of that 
And uh, the other Skittle toys, I want to mention those. Uh, for example, there was uh, Skittle Baseball, Skittle Bingo, Skittle Horseshoes, Skittle Poker, Skittle Scoreboard, Scoreball, excuse me, Skittle Tech, uh, Tic Tac, or is it Skittle Tac Toe? Yeah, do you, do you get that? Uh, there was Skittle Tennis and Skittle Ball. I think that was uh, probably the first one. Uh, Skittle Ball is like bowling pins, like that. So, um, so some most of them featured Dynams on the boxes of the toy of the toys, and I used to see those uh, Children's Bargain Town. They were on the turn into Toys R Us. And I used to walk down the aisles and see those games like that, which was cool. Yeah, it was nice. You know, I've uh, I haven't played pool in a long time, not for a long time. Uh, when we lived in Ashburn neighborhood in the late seventies, my father brought like a portable pool table from one of the properties he owned, and. Uh, it was very small, but uh, he brought cue sticks and all that, and we started playing, you know, and it was fun. You know, then I got tired of it, but, uh, well, it wasn't really a big pool table, just a small one, but uh, it was uh, acceptable, and it was fun. And then we had kids come over, and they play and all that, and uh, it was fine. Now you play pool on the Internet. <laughs> it's not the same. You know, I, I play that once in a while. And uh, let's see what else. So I don't know if it's still made. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. The second pool game is, of course, Pivot Pool. A lot of people remember Pivot Pool. Pivot Pool was made for Milton, Brand uh, Milton Bradley. And uh, this was a little different. And it was like a small, you put it on the table and play. And it had like a pivot, and you would just put the ball in front of a, a thingamajig, and then you start shooting. But you aim, you know, where the ball is right near the pockets, and you just shoot like that. Of course, what's famous about Pivot Pool is the commercials that featured Lucille Ball. <laughs> and uh, when I saw this on TV, I wanted to get that too. And I begged my mom, Mom, I got to buy this game. She goes, another one? Yeah, another one. I'm going to so, but this is different. And um, so I remember the commercials uh, for that. Uh, well, it's one commercial, really. I, I can't find it on YouTube. So then uh, I remember the commercial very well. She Lucy comes down to some pool hall down in the lower level of the building. And then she holds out a bathing suit saying, here, uh, here, I'm here with my bathing suit. Where's the pool? And the gangsters go, it ain't that kind of pool, lady. It's pivot pool. <laughs> and the, the other gangster goes, you line up the pivot. And then Lucy starts shooting, you know, that game. She, I don't know if she was really playing. You know, I guess she was, but she enjoyed the game, I guess. And I remember that commercial uh, vividly, like, like yesterday. It, was, it looked like a lot of fun. So my mom did buy, buy me that. And uh, I kept it for a few years. 
also she made uh oh not made excuse me no she uh she also she was like the spokesperson spokeswoman for other uh games on milton bradley for milton bradley for example not just pivot pool pivot golf i never owned that so it's uh, i don't know much about that i don't know much about golf so it's uh, sort of the same way and then she did another a couple more called body language it's like charades like that and uh let's see two more she did uh one was solitaire it's like a solitaire game with cards i like solitaire also another one called cross up it's like a like a puzzle game like that and she did uh commercials of that i think you can find a couple of them on youtube if you like i wish i could find a commercial for pivot pool that would be awesome oh that'd be great like that you know, I would love to get my hands on Pivot Pool. I would love to get that, of course. And uh, according, you know, I think she was a good pool player. You know, maybe she did an episode of the Lucy Show where she was uh, in a contest doing a, you know, in a a pool game. And you know, she did win, uh, but uh, well, there was a to make a long story short she she played against a woman and it wasn't a woman that was dick sean the comedian he dressed up as a woman <laughs> and uh you have to see the episode it's hilarious like that okay so right now i'm going to play the commercial for skittle pool featuring don adams and this is from 19 i think 1972 something like that and uh when I come back, I'll describe the commercial, and then after that, after that, I will talk about Flag Brothers Shoe Store. Okay, so uh, here is the commercial for Do for Skittle Pool featuring Don Adams from 1972 from the Aurora Toy Company. Thank you. Nice shot. I made better. Want to play? I came to play Wisconsin Skinny. That's me. You a hustler? Nope, salesman. Break. Salesman, huh? What do you sell? Skittlefull. Skittlefull by Aurora. It's a lot of fun. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Skittle Pool featuring uh, Don Adams uh, from 1972. That's from the Aurora uh, Toy Company. Uh, let me talk a little bit about Don Adams. I used to love him on Get Smart. I first started watching him on reruns of the show on Channel 32 when it was very little. And then when they broadcast on Channel 44, that's when I really got into this show. And, uh, you know, on WSNS, they had it like every night at 6. 
and I was hooked on it. I, I thought it was hilarious. You know, it's based on a, you know the spy era in the 1960s. You had Barbara Felton as 99, Edward Platt as the chief, <laughs> and uh, all these gadgets and the chaos agents. You know, that's their enemy. My favorite is the cone of silence. <laughs> I remember they had a portable line you're walking around. But my favorite scene is like when they had the cone of science, it was malfunctioning. And they pressed the button and it'd go up and down. And then it came crashing down on a desk. <laughs> oh, he was a wonderful man. He was funny. I, I loved him, you know. But he was so identified with that role, you know. And he had these catchphrases, would you believe? Miss me by that much, you know. Yeah, he was a comedian, so... He played the uh, role well. I have this show on DVD. I haven't watched it in a long time, but I have it, the whole series on DVD. And it's great to watch the whole thing. I'm going to start rewatching it. You know, so that's a, that's a great show. It's funny. It's really funny. Okay. So as for pool, you know, like I said before, it's, I like the game. I really do. I play a couple of games like Nine Ball and uh, Stripes and Solids. You know, that's fun. Nine, you know, uh, so like that. Okay, uh, next I'm going to talk about Flag Brothers foot sh shoe stores. Now, to be honest, I don't know much. Inf I don't have inf much information about this shoe store. Uh, I used to see it when I was a kid. Um they had several locations in the Chicagoland area. I, I don't know exactly where, but I know a couple. Uh, they opened one in Fort City Shopping Center on the southwest side of Chicago in 1965 in the mall. They had that. Um, also, uh, they, uh, let's see. So, and then when, it, when we move... My family and I moved from South Shore to Roseland in 1969. We lived in an apartment building above a shoe store. It wasn't Flag Brothers. It was Shift, Shift Shoes. Flag Brothers, I believe, was across the street. And I remember seeing that sign with the flag. And, you know, and it said, uh, of course, um, it said, uh, let's see. For example, I keep forgetting. So it said Flag Brothers. You know, inside the flag. That's right, and it's it was men's shoes. Uh, they didn't sell women. No, I don't think so. You know, so um, they were they seemed like good shoes. I remember uh, my mother and I and my brothers. We walk on down Michigan Avenue. We see the the window display of the shoes, and they look pretty nice like that. Then. Um, Styles were changing with shoes, you know, the heels got higher, the soles got higher, you know, and they were like these platform shoes. <laughs> and then came the disco era, <laughs> like that. And these, as most, the men were wearing those, you know, uh, especially African-American men that uh, they're dancing on soul train and you see them wear those shoes and I, oh my God. <laughs> You know, that was very stylish back then. It really was like that. And uh, 
So uh, someone mentioned there might be one on the north side, maybe on Lincoln and Belmont. Uh, they could have been in downtown Chicago in the Loop. Maybe. I think so. Uh, I don't really remember, but I do remember the one in Fort City. You know, I used to see that. So I don't know when it opened. Uh, I have no idea. Or when it closed. I think it closed maybe the late 70s. So um, I think it opened maybe in the 50s, maybe the late 40s. I, I don't know. And I don't even know if it's named after uh, Two Brothers Named Flag. Maybe there were. I don't know. So and then, but I've seen some ads on the internet. You know, they're pretty funny. <laughs> you know, this is from the 70s, you know, with the bell bottom pants. You know, and the shoes. Oh my God! You know, sometimes the pants were plaid like that. They look very shiny, very nice. You know, and even they came in leather. They came in suede, like that. You can find those on eBay. You can find, yeah, you can find, you can find them like that. And uh, let's see, so. So you, so I'm, I just remember the flags on the buildings like that, you know, that's the Flag Brothers. And uh, when you mention someone to uh, mention to somebody about Flag Brothers, yeah, they remember that story. They, they bought their nice shoes, different colors, uh, loafers, you know, sh uh, with laces, without laces, you know. Uh, you don't want your heels or your soles that high like that, so... That's kind of funny. <laughs> you know what? All kinds of shoe stores uh, come and go. Like, for example, Fava or uh, Kinney, Tom McCann, uh, Mailing, or is it Mailing? <laughs> you know, like that. Floorshine, uh, Ch uh, Chandler's, uh, Baker's Shoes. The list goes on and on and on with that. Uh, but, you know, shoe stores. You don't find them. You don't find that many today either. When where I get my shoes, I go to Kohl's. <laughs> That's what I do. You know, uh, you buy. I buy my gym shoes for for my walking, or I buy. I gotta buy dress shoes soon. You know, so that's where you buy them <laughs> most of the time. Unless you go to K uh, right now Walmart or uh, Target. You know, like that. Um, some people order online, you know, like Zappos. I think that's the online store. Uh, I never, I have never ordered shoes online. Well, first, because my feet are a little different, you know, they're a little wide, you know, like most people. And you want to, you want to go to the store and try them on. Or you have a salesman, they'll help you with that. You know, they put your foot on the measuring thing like that. I don't know what it's called. And uh, they help you, you know, select the shoes. So uh, I don't know why young people today want to order online. That doesn't work. <laughs> no. Okay. So that's it for this show. And I want to apologize for rambling on, you know, today about the Super Bowl. <laughs> it's going to be fine. <laughs> okay. So I'll do a recap of what I talked about today. I talked about the uh, bill toy billiard games, Skittle Pool and Pivot Pool. Uh, one one is from the company Aurora, and the other one's from Milton Bradley in the in the Flag Brothers Shoe Store. 
Okay. Uh, this podcast will be published later on today, wherever podcasts are available, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, also Breaker Overcast. Also, it'll be on my blog, vanishchicagoland.blog. Uh, it's also on my YouTube channel. Again, people the best. Where do I listen to your podcast? Where do I watch your podcast? Go to YouTube. Just hit the subscribe uh, button if you search it. Also on the apps, please press follow. It'll take you right there. And you will get the latest episodes. Also, you can listen to previous episodes if you like. Also, it'll be shared on my social media accounts. Facebook X. Um, Instagram, 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 excuse me. I can't say the word. Uh, it's also on threads. Uh, they have the links there. Also, um, LinkedIn, Reddit. Also, I'm on Blue Sky. I have an announcement on Blue Sky. You can you can sign up for Blue Sky. You don't have to be get an invitation. You can just sign in, which is cool. They just uh, opened that up about a couple of days ago. And also, of course, you know, I forgot to mention this. I'm on TikTok. It is on TikTok. You know, I'm not much of a TikTok person, but uh, yeah, it's there if you like to see it because it's big. It's big like that. Okay. Okay. So uh, this is Pico Steinish, your host for Vanish Chicago and Stories, the podcast. Thank you for joining me. Uh, I have another episode. Maybe Tuesday. We'll see. Probably. <laughs> And uh, everyone enjoy watching the game, have fun, and uh, have a great Sunday. Uh, today's weather is not too bad. You know, I hope the sun comes out. It's a little cloudy. So here's bye-bye for me, and here's a little traveling music uh, with Ray Rayner saying bye-bye-bye. Take care, everyone, and so long. We have to go. Bye-bye-bye. <laughs>